0: Hello and welcome to the Hardcover Hideout Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Chris. And today's episode will be talking about Murder Falcon, published by Image Comics, written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson, and the colors
1: by Mike Spicer. Our other co-host isn't with us today. It'll be just Jared and I today. Uh, Tasha, first week of school, and so she uh, got really busy and couldn't finish the book, so she didn't join us today, but she may be back in the future.
0: We'll get to the book here in a minute, but first we'll just do a little catch-up on our reading for the last couple of weeks. Chris, what have you been reading?
1: Uh, again, I had another good two weeks of a lot of reading. Uh, some books I started and didn't finish because they were not to my liking. I don't really like want to crap on them, but you know they were not great.
0: So how many books have you read this year you think that you bailed on?
1: bailed on yeah like you not to bail you know like jonah said in our last bonus but i don't like to like i like to try to finish a book because sometimes books have slow starting i gave the two books i started probably a halfway read through uh the first one i was generous reading uh halfway through and then the other one you know i'm sure it stopped after halfway yeah i just i couldn't get going. Yeah. Um, and Which one that, was that? That was clumsy gotcha. about his uh, dating life. Mm-hmm. But the part I just I couldn't get into, and that just threw me out of the book, was the art. And the art looked like uh, a sixth grader's idea of what naked women is like. And so it was just the art is so childish that I couldn't try to get into an adult story about uh, the relationships while looking at art that looks like a young kid mm-hmm. did it. I could see that kind of uh, like a disconnect. So, yeah, there. so that disconnect was there. So, I, I like I said, with that one, about a halfway through, and then I, I stopped. Okay. Uh, the other one that I started and didn't finish was Free Pass. Okay. Um, so, just to uh, let the listeners know, I had told you last time that I had read more of a, an adult comic book called Money Shot, and because of that... Hoopla has now been offering and, like, suggesting more (laughs) mature-rated books for me. Mature-rated books. And so, for the most part, I'm like, okay, no. But some of these, I was like, oh, well, actually, this seems like it could be, like, a more, you know, realistic novel, not just, hey, it's all about a a porn comic. Um, Right. But the problem with those is that, you know, sometimes the storyline isn't that great. And, you know, I didn't read Money Shot because it's, like, Adult situation. It had a good story, and it had good lines and good situations, and it wasn't just about a bunch of scientists going off and making an OnlyFans page, <laughs> which is what, right. that, which is basically what that book is. Oh, okay, um, right. And so, Free Pass by Julian Hanshop, uh is a story about a nerdy couple um, who want to spice up their relationship, and so they offer a free pass, which. If our listeners don't know, a free pass is a list of people, usually celebrities, that you and your significant other have come to terms that if you were to ever meet these people in real life, you get one free pass to have an affair with them. Right. And so they came up with that. But it was just, I mean, most of the book up to where I read was just him having anxiety attacks about who he's going to pick. and. It was just, I was expecting, it wasn't funny, and that's what I really wanted it to be because they, they play it off in the synopsis that it's going to be, you know, a funny look at, you know, a nerdy couple. And it really, it wasn't.
0: So you just got halfway through that one? Yeah, or? that one I got halfway through yeah. and stopped. The thing would be like, oh, he actually gets to meet one of them. Yeah. And then he's like I in didn't that re- dilemma so whether he should actually do it, it.
1: And by getting halfway through, okay, so clumsy, I returned. I couldn't. Oh, no, so I just you didn't. totally I haven't them. returned free pass. Yeah. But it's not on like like every time I go to my books, I'm not like, oh, let's go check out Free Pass. A little You're part. no rush. Most to likely, it. I will be honest with you. It's probably going to be automatically returned, and right. I'll never get to it. Okay. <laughs> uh, one I forgot to mention last week was Smart Girl by Fernando Adagnino. Um So Smart Girl is takes place in the Blade Runner universe. Hmm. And she is a replicant, and it's okay. I finished it, and it's got a lot of good action in it. Storyline is not that great. It's a, uh, it tries really hard to be Blade Runner. I mean, I know it's a Blade Runner story, right? But it just, uh, I would have loved it if we would have had some, like, crossover with someone from Blade Runner um, that really made it the story. But other than that, it was just a she is a secretary slash assistant slash when I'm in the mood kind of replicant and he tries to get rid of her. And so she rebels and she's not supposed to. And then she joins a bunch of another rebellion replicants. So, okay. So I don't know if I would highly recommend that book, but you know, I was interested in the whole blade runner aspect. And the only part of blade runner that it really follows is the fact that it's, you know in the Blade Runner world, and so the scenery is amazing okay. uh, because you know you're you have that Blade Runner future, but other than that, yeah, it was okay. Um, I took a I don't know if it was a really recommendation from Jared, and I <laughs> again loosely read <laughs> Step by Bloody Step. Yep, uh, I enjoyed it, I, I kind of got it. Right. I mean, it um, was basically an infinite loop, is what I, I, I got out of it. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure, like you said, what's going on in that... In the middle part. The middle part. Yeah. But from what I get from it is the little girl or the baby that's with the robot that mm-hmm. you find out later is her, you know, she goes through this whole grow-up process with the robot, mm-hmm. and then, or the android or whatever she is, and mm-hmm. they're in the ectoskeleton suit. Right. Um, to the very end, where she meets the new suit that she then gets into, and then as she gets into it, another baby's born, and well, picks it up, and right. we, we take right back where we are. Yeah. So the concept you know, I thought was amazing uh, wow. because you could literally just read this over and over again, and you have like you can picture in your head a new character, but same situations. Right. But again, I don't. And really you could know probably going- even even
0: read it, or. <laughs> Look you at it, it backwards, backwards right. and, it same, and it would be the same. The same thing, which is a really cool concept, like you said. Yeah, it's just with no dialogue to drive it and say, "This is what's going on." It's, and I understood. It. Yeah, I understand the beginning. I understand the end. And there's just some stuff in the middle you're not exactly sure what's going on. She's right. obviously going through a journey through all this, and then it loops around, and yeah, it's an infinite, right. loop. And infinite so, loop. And I thought the art was phenomenal, and yes, the art, art was, very, was very, very good. Phenomenal. Which it should be if the entire was book was is... There's no, <laughs> there's, there's no dialogue, I mean, no... Like no most words is that no, little poem you know, at the beginning. There's no words at all. Chapter, yeah. Right, that's the only words is that the little poems at the beginning of each chapter. So the art art was fantastic. I, I totally agree, and that's, that's why I read it, or...
1: Looked at
0: it, or yeah, it's kind of hard to picture say. Picture. And I, I mean, I still put it, I still added it to my Goodreads yeah. challenge, even though you know there was technically reading in it. So, even though it was those all ninety nine percent pictures, pictures. <laughs> but like you yeah, read, you read, you read a little short cool. poem,
1: and then you're like, whew. yeah. So,
0: but yeah, very cool concept, phenomenal art. Um, it's worth just flipping through, just, just look at the art and the, everything. So, yeah.
1: Okay, and so. Uh, I did read Money Shot Volume Two, keeping up with the Money Shot, which is the last volume. Within it's an issue, and I'm not even sure if it's going on past issue eleven. Mm. Um, but Money Shot Volume Two just as good. Uh, they do have a great <laughs> parody with the president, which I'm not going to tell you who that president's supposed to be, but you could probably figure it out. <laughs> I, can,
0: I can. I think I have a good guess. Yeah.
1: And so there's a whole scene where the aliens come down, and. Tell us that our world has been chosen to receive knowledge that will bring the people up, and you know, no more hunger, no more uh, starvation, no more wars. And this president comes jumping out and says, "Screw that! The other world didn't do anything. It was all of our country. It's America. We're the ones who did it." And so he goes to touch her and she's <laughs> zaps him in the nuts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and they he tells them to start firing on her and she of course stops the bullets and then goes, I, lie, I was wrong. This world isn't ready and left. Oh wow. So okay that takes that that takes play in the rest of the stories, which is so good. Okay. Um but like I said, I am not gonna go too much in the volume two, but it, yeah. this book is really good. I mean I know the whole situation is kinda weird and not for kids. Yeah. But the actual story there read good. yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh I then also read uh, Alan Martin's new King Tank Girl, which oh, is basically yeah. a, a series of uh, issues on Tank Girl, the whole series with King. I liked it. I always liked Tank Girl. I used to read Tank Girl like when it before the movie came out. Um, back then, and I was mm-hmm. so happy with the movie. The movie was so good. Yeah, um, I've seen
0: the movie a long time ago. I've never read any of the comics. So this, when you read, it's just a collection of one-shots? a collection of, of so standalone it's called, issues?
1: Yeah, it's called King Tank Girl, but within it, it it's a lot like, it reminds mm. me of, Do you ever read Archie? No. Okay, so in did. Archie, and I'm sure there's other comics that do it, they have continuing storylines, mm-hmm. but then they'll go to another issue, which has a different storyline. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, King Tank Girl, uh, part one. And then you'll read part one, but then the next issue will have nothing to do with King Tank Girl. Oh, okay. uh, this sure. one is like the 60s throwback. And it's about them going through a portal end up in the 60s with a, like a beach band, uh, beach people. Uh, you know, like the Annette Funicello beach blanket bingo kind of people. Um, and then your next issue will just be a short one-shot. And then you'll go back to the King Tank Girl, part two, et cetera, mm. et cetera, for the whole book. Just flips back and forth. So it just keeps flipping back and forth, which is what Tank Girl used to do. That's what Tank Girl was in the back. I mean, the whole original movie of Tank Girl is a collection of different stories Mm. uh, put into one movie. And they picked one of the kind of storylines, but there's other storylines that are coinciding with it. I don't remember
0: much about the movie, but I might have to go back and watch it. Yeah, we should.
1: That was a good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was good. Makes me want to go back and read the original Tank Girls because this is like 2000. Like nineteen, this came out. Okay. And so when was the original Tank Girl? Oh, Girls the original Tank Girl in like late '80s. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's so been around that long. Yeah, so Tank Girl's been around that long. Uh, she comes and goes. Like I don't yeah. think we've had something prior to this. Well, I think we had something in the 2012s, but
0: you okay. know, it's not like, like a continuing story. Every every decade, yeah, they, they every they decade just, like, we get Tank Girl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I read Delicates by Thormer. Burnett Burnett we're gonna to to do that one on the podcast. That one, it's good, was right? Was just as deep as the first one. If yeah. not deeper. Yeah, I love wow. I
0: love sheets and Delicates. Yeah, so we have both. So of them. we're really gonna to have to. So I'm not gonna talk much their, about uh, it because I would like to do it. The po- third one comes out. If it hasn't, it may have already been released. I'm not <laughs> I'm saying whites. Yeah, uh, <laughs> lights comes out this year. If it hasn't come out already, yeah, I don't think it's come or, out yet. Yeah, I want to read that one too. It's yeah, they're yeah. The series, I really, is,
1: the whole series is is great. I really want to do an episode on. Delicates. Delicates, yeah. So We should. Um, and then my only other one is, again, how <laughs> Hoopla just keeps giving me some weird, mature-related <laughs> books. I went one that was called Sweet Paprika. Mm. Um, it's okay. I don't know if I'll keep continuing on that one, but it is the basically the storyline. The main characters are all demons and angels, and Paprika plays a character where her dad is like, Basically told her that relationships and having relations is horrible, which is ironic because they're demons. Um, and every time she finds a man, he sabotages it, and she just decided to focus more on work. And she becomes the like CEO of a publishing company and is all about work and not relationships. And it's kind of mean and rude to people and. A publishing company in the real and like the human world. This is the this this is is this world world. is like a demon angel world. Okay, it's like a world made up of nothing but angels and demons. Okay, and so our delivery guy, who is an angel, and all the people at the business like him because he's like model hot. (laughs) hot. (laughs) But I say that the reason I say he's model hot is because. All they want to do is have relations with him. Sure. And so he ends up, like, having relations with a different demon angel every night. But he then wants to go out, like, you know, on a date. And no one wants to date him because he's just, you know, eye candy. Sure. Like, after the deed's done, he's like, hey, there's, a like, a new burger joint that just opened down the street. You want to go uh, get a hamburger together? And they're always like, oh, I have to work in the morning. Or, <laughs> you know, it's kind of late. And things like that. So... He then yeah. falls for the stuff the guys say to girls, right. right? He's just flipped exactly flipped <laughs> over. It's like I gotta work. I um, get... Oh, sorry, I have surgery in the morning. He kind of he <laughs> falls for paprika, but of course paprika wants nothing to do with him, and so she he's trying to get her to go on a date, and it, it takes it from there. But it just gets over the top, and
0: and the. It, you started it, you said, but not finished I it? finished it. I finished volume it, one. Okay, Is it, and it's an ongoing?
1: It's an ongoing series. Oh, it's at least so two. There's and two, and two volumes. volumes. It's not. Okay. So at least yeah, so I don't volumes. know if it's an ongoing series, but there's but at, least two at least two volumes. Two volumes. And I, I'm not going to rush to read the second one. Sure. So sure. Uh, And also, I started volume three of the collected issues, mm-hmm. not the huge ones. Yeah, just, uh, just the, regular trade, just the paperbacks, regular trade paperbacks. paperbacks. Uh, so it's not even the thick ones. And right. in the volumes... I mean there's like ninety four of them, <laughs> so right, and I mean there's
0: over a hundred issues, yeah, because I started reading
1: issues. them I don't know how many when many it originally lines. first came out, I mean even before the the series mm. and but i I probably stopped at like issue twenty four or twenty five never read beyond that, so I'm curious to see how those went. Mm. I also stopped watching so, the series too, so yeah,
0: and now they're doing another yeah. spin off with uh uh Negan. no, no. Other guy with long hair. Oh, um, you mean the
1: TV show? TV show. Oh, I'm like because they have a spinoff on here on the issues with Negan. No, I'm talking about the TV show. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah, what's it. the name? Um, he's not even in the books. Right, he's a made-up character. For he's the a show. made-up character for the show. What right. was his name? He rides a motorcycle. Dixon. 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 Yeah. Dixon. Okay. All right, that's that's my list. All right.
0: So for me, I finally I finally did it. I finished the Teenage my Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles readathon. That I started way back in January.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say so. Almost a year. Huh? Almost a year.
0: Yeah, well, just over. Yeah, over se- just seven months, seven and a half months, mm-hmm. eight months, whatever it is. So last year my goal was to collect all the books because I have all them all in physical books, and then this year my goal was to read them all. So I've read all the way up from I read the first, um, the Mirage series, the first um, series, the first volume of that. Then I read, and I read The Last Ronin, and then Volumes 1 through 13 of the IDW run. So it takes you all the way through the, uh, the IDW series, takes you all the way through the Tom Walton, Kevin Eastman era of that, now someone else has taken over after that. So it was the 100 issues of the regular series, plus all the tie-ins, all the micro, macro series, all the other stuff. I read all of them. Yeah, the book has all of them in, in, in complete reading order, in chronological order. So I finally finished that. It took me, yeah, it took seven me months. seven months. But I mean, I was reading. In obviously between a other lot, of, I would well, right? I would read one of those. I'd read that book, then I read another book, then I go back. To, right. You know, but I would always go back to that, and it was, um, it's phenomenal. It's a great series. Like it's not, it's not really. If you think it's going to be like the movie we saw, it's not like that. It's oh, I know. much more. It's not even like the adult
1: oriented. And, Hmm? It's not even like the cartoons.
0: No, it's not like the cartoons. It's no. yeah, it's more darker, grittier. Like it's violent. It's do they you know, a lot of adult topics. You know, it's and
1: good. I was just gonna say, do they ever change the colors? Because I know when they fir- well, when it first started, they were black and white. And they say black mm-hmm. and white, right? The Mirage series, Mirage, but dark. then the IDW. It's color. all color, right? It's all Did color. Did they go to the different colors that the cartoon was started? You know, orange, purple. Oh,
0: so... Because originally they were mm-hmm. all red. Right, and it starts out that way in this one, too. All right. They all have red on. And then, uh, so, it's the, this one started... The, the origin story is a lot different. So they actually start out as actual small turtles and a rat. that get <laughs> mutated. But it's actually there. They get reincarnated from when they were in feudal Japan. They get reincarnated into the animals. So they're technically have never been human, and they're you know they they just go well, from little turtles to big turtles, but their souls or whatever have been reincarnated into the bodies of these animals, and that's where it starts. Okay, no,
1: I'm <laughs> so not. They, that's how I, I'm re- making a face. They
0: kind of like okay. they kind of like redid the origin story a little bit like that, just just so they and then a lot of it. Which because, would explain why because they do flashbacks from right. when Hamato Yoshi, who is yeah. a Shred a Splinter, sorry, and. <laughs> And Roku Saki, who's the Shredder? Oh, right. They they do flashbacks to them in the Foot Clan in feudal Japan. Gotcha. So they go, they do go back. And so, this one, so this one like
1: this storyline. Uh, Splinter is actually uh, Shredder's nemesis. Not he wasn't owned by Shredder. correct. Right. They were both human, right. and they were both in the Foot Clan together,
0: and Shredder wanted to take over the Foot Clan and and. Take it into a different direction, and 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 Splinter was like, no, he should be. You know, they, he wanted to be more like a straight and narrow kind of thing, and so they ended up fighting. And spoiler alert: if you haven't read it, just you know, fast forward f- part this. Uh, fast forward past this part. Shredder it, kills the 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 boys, the four boys, and their mother. He kills he kills all of them, and then he kills Splinter.
1: And so the four boys and Splinter get reincarnated into the rat and, and the, the four, four turtles. turtles. Are they okay? So <laughs> I, I, I kind of I'm on long lines. I see where they're going with this. That way, it gives them more of a, you know, a backstory for the reasons that they're ninjas. Correct. Rather than just you know, yeah, we watched a bunch of videos exactly.
0: <laughs> Yeah, instead of they just watched a bunch of uh, workout, <laughs> workout videos. videos and became yeah. So, yeah, so Shredder, um, sorry, so Splinter was actually training the boys uh, before they died in, you know, in Nujutsu, nin- right. ninjutsu. ninjutsu. And they're actually not all the same age. They're, you know, Leonardo. And they all, you know, they had different names. That's, what was my final, my final yeah, question. Yeah, they had, they had different names. And I'll get to how they got their other names because it's different as well. So they all had different names. I don't know if they, they really go into what their names were when they were human. But they're all different ages. So Leonardo's the, the oldest and Michelangelo's the youngest and in between are the other two. So they actually are different ages. They're still teenagers when they get, you know, well, they were younger than teenagers. But then when they, they go into the turtles' bodies, then they become, you know, they age and they become teenagers. So they were actually in the uh, TCRI um, building, and they were doing tests on the animals, on the turtles and the rat. And a- April was working for Baxter at the place. And she's, she's a scientist in this one, right? Yeah, yep. and she named them all. She named the th- the four turtles, and then they'd already named Splinter. Before okay. that, so that's how they got. So, their names. so April the actually test
1: animals were named by her, right? Which then when they, so then that leads me for the question: uh, Did they become human-like because of the spirits, or when they were being tested on, were they already growing into humanoid-looking turtles?
0: No, so they were. They were. You were giving them a certain type of. Um, like a psychotropic kind of thing to like do some type of testing, but they still got the ooze. The ooze is still in Oohs. the ooze. So they, the foot clan ends up coming in and stealing, trying to steal the turtles and the ooze. And then they put them all, they put them in a bag and the, they get, they, they chase them. And the, uh, the, the rat who's ends up being splinter ends up scratching one of their faces Shredder, which is in being shredder, he drops the bag into the sewer and then it all goes into the sewer. The turtles go down into the little sewer and the ooze all drips down in there or in the alley. So, and then Raphael actually gets taken away and they he grows up on his own and the other three turtles are searching for him in the first arc of the series. Yeah, so
1: it's a lot different, it's a lot different. But so, what came first? The absorption of the spirit of the young boys from feudal Japan, and then they got mutated? Correct. So are you trying to tell me that if they had never got mutated, the boys and Splinter would have been stuck in turtle and rat body the rest of their lives until the the turtles died? Yeah, I think that's
0: pretty much, yeah. Oh, how sad. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, because they were already alive, and I don't think, the mutagen didn't, like, put their spirits in there and like kill the other animals i don't think <laughs> you know what i mean like i'll oh, get out of here i'm coming in you know but they don't really go into that it's just kind of like you, you know that they're going to get turned into turtles, well, i do
1: so. i really do want to read it i want to read yeah. the the big issues that you had i want to mm-hmm. I, i'm going to probably have to break down and get them because if you do it on hoopla it's you have to do it
0: you could read the main series they have all, right. all 100 issues on there of the main series you're not going to get all the days they have the tmt universe which goes into a lot of the side characters and then they each each character, main characters, gets their own issue. Then all the villains got and they their were own issue. Three
1: different publishers, right? There was no? Who, no who published them all. IDW. No, but I thought there was someone right before IDW. No. no,
0: all IDW for this for this ongoing series. Yeah, this has all been IDW from since 2016.
1: Right. No, I know that. Before but before that well, had
0: they were with Mirage at the Mirage, beginning. That's it. That that was Kevin Eastman and Laird. Right. Laird's. The actual originals, the black That and was whites. their studio. It was Mirage, right, the Mirage Studios. Mirage Studios. Correct. So that was the and I have I read that the first 7 issues of that. So and after that I I am technically still reading Ninja Turtles sort, you know. Um so I got the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja I Turtles Omnibus. that on Omnibus yeah. Yeah. That uh, I got Batman's, it which right? I ordered over a year ago, and it got canceled because it didn't have enough pre-orders, I guess. And I was like, "Well, I guess it's never going to come out." But then they they re, resolicited it, uh, so I just got the book uh, last month, which I usually wait to. I usually try and read like the stuff I, the older stuff I got, and I read, you know. So right. But since I've been waiting so long for it, and I just did my turtle readathon, I was like, "Might as well read it." So I'm three issues into that. And I've read the first the first volume, so it's the collection of the three the three volumes of Batman Team and T. So there's three different uh, volumes that came out. This is all three of them in one book. So I'm I'm halfway through the first the first series. The volume yes. one is good. So you get you get Batman and the Turtles, and you get Shredders in it, and this to be Shredder teaming up with the Joker. Yep. And so and then the next one it's going to be two other villains teaming up together, like one from the Team universe, one from the Batman universe teaming up against the turtles and the ba- and batman and the same thing go you know just a different villain different yeah. villains in each each uh, volume but it's really good it's re- written by james Tynan in the fourth who did something is killing children yes uh, and the uh, art by freddie williams the second who's really i like his, his batman the way his portrayal of batman in that book is the way he draws him he's just like he's like huge he makes him just like this like yeah. mon like like 90, jacked 90s up, nineties like, Captain America. Yeah, or... yeah, like well, yeah, but drawn better than that. But just like this jacked up, like it even looks like he has veins like through his suit and stuff. He just he looks badass. But okay. so I really like there is his his Batman and and his turtles look really good. Like he gives all all the turtles their their eye mask. All have a little bit different design. Just make them a little bit. Yeah, I put it on each my one different. Want to read list? Yeah. So it's good, yeah. nice so far. Yeah, like I said, I read the first volume year couple years ago, and then uh, so I, the two the two mm-hmm. next two will be new to me. Uh, this next thing I read was um, the Punisher Max series by Garth Ennis, which if you don't know, the Max from Marvel was their <laughs> their version of the yeah, adult DC mature. Adult. Yeah, it's like their Vertigo for what DC yeah. did. So they started, they wanted to okay. have a mature audience, mature reader, so they, the <laughs> max line. Right. So yeah, it's I the, do know more Yeah. About. So it was Garth Ennis. So, you know, if you've read The Preacher, if you've read The Boys, yeah. you know, you know how Garth Ennis writes. Right. It's like that with The Punisher, like which is weird, but it's not. It's not? No. Oh. No. It, I mean, he goes all out. He says, any, everything word you can think of, any every cuss word you can think of is in this book.
1: But do they show, I mean, because The Boys shows, everything they don't show nudity okay
0: but but the violence is 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 um to them is hyped up is you know all the way up the the language is all all there like anything you can think of so it's weird though i mean you're reading a marvel book and it's like <laughs> <laughs> so but it's it, in this one it seems like it's just the punisher like the other marvel characters aren't don't exist it's like just so he's he's in the marvel
1: world but it's basically the punisher like they're not going to bring up spider-man
0: yeah like the one of the the second arc in the volume i've just read volume one so in the second uh, story arc in the volume one that i read Mm -hmm. takes place in hell's kitchen but there's no mention of daredevil at all so it's in or any of the other marvel characters so it's kind of like punisher is just his own own world is it it's the max universe kind of like Uh it's his own thing so it's basically both series are kind of like mob stories. So he's in, in the first one. He's kind of like the CIA and the mob, you know, and the Punisher's kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then is that where his the, family so, gets killed? No. Well, this is after that. This is already. Ha- oh, that, he's already the Punisher. This, this. this takes place 20 years after that. OK, like he's already he's like 50 year old Punisher at this point. And then the second that second arc that takes place in Hell's Kitchen is about the Irish the IRA, the Irish mob. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to that, and then in the in the beginning of the first the volume, it takes there's a lot of a lot of talking for like three issues. It, it's a very <laughs> slow burn. It takes a long time. And I was right. like, when is this gonna get like a Punisher right. book? But then they you have to set up the story and talk right. about all the characters, yada yada yada. And the after like fourth issue, then it, then it starts going right. like he's just going ape shit and killing people. And then then the second arc it starts right away with he's in a diner eating, and the and the and the diner blows up. And then he goes off on a, trying to find out who did it, and he just so then it gets into like, oh, this is a Punisher book. Like this is him using guns, and but it's it's very it's very mature. There's like the guys getting tortured in there, not by the Punisher, by other people, right? Like getting their junk cut off and their feet oh and their feet and their hands cut off, and then they're like mailing mailing it overnight to his wife. The guy that they it's like it's not your typical Marvel story. I wasn't. No. I knew it was Max. I knew it was an adult a mature reader but i was like it's it's marvel mature nice sounds awesome yeah. so I, it's so on read my that. reading list
1: hmm? it's on my reading list the publisher. punisher max series yeah yeah that's very good i'm really enjoying good i, really enjoy good yeah. I just it's, every time you read something i'm like oh I read
0: oh it. yeah yeah good is a i find stuff on there all the time where i'm like people i follow like oh i have to look into that and i found some good books that way um the last thing i read it i only read one more thing after reading the book we're going to talk about murder falcon and I've been hearing a ton of stuff about Daniel Warren Johnson for the last like year. He's done stuff for Marvel and DC as well as some of a lot of stuff for Image. But I've heard a lot of good things about his Beta Ray Bill miniseries that he did. And I'm not you're more of a Marvel reader than I am. I haven't really read a ton of Thor, and I haven't read anything about Beta Ray Bill. I didn't know anything about Beta Ray Bill except for that he looks like a horse <laughs> and he dresses like Thor, and he has. His own, either he, he has a he has Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker or Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah, yeah. So that's about all I knew, and so I went into this kind of kind of blind with, you know, not knowing what it was going to be, but it ended up being a fantastic read for me. Knowing it, it's it's a it's a new story as well as as a origin story as well. So he mixes it in really well, and he he just like most of his books, he writes and does the art, and he uses the same. The the same colorist on almost all the books, even the Marvel DC books and all of his, was Mike Spicer. So the the art in Beta Ray Bill looks just like the art in Murder Falcon. It's very similar, but it was a great story um, about him trying to, uh, so basically Stormbreaker gets destroyed by Thor. Mm And Stormbreaker was, was, he was able to go back to his human form when he strikes it to the ground. <clears throat> so but him and Thor got into a fight and and it I was destroyed.
1: Yeah, that's the storyline where he joins uh, Galactus and he becomes one of Thor becomes the arbiter of lightning. That's the that's the storyline you're referring to, but right. this is probably after that. This is after that. So we know uh, yeah. no longer has
0: Stormbreaker. Yeah. And he's and for some reason him and Sif are together now. Yeah, that, that's who stops it. Yeah. That's who stops Thor right. from killing Vader So they're they're about to like get it on, right? <laughs> Yeah, this is what this is how it starts. So they're about to, you know, get it on, and then she's like, uh, "All right, how does this work?" Because she's expecting him to turn back into a human, and yeah, he, can't. he can't. And he's like, oh, "This is this is all I got." And she's, you know, and she doesn't want to do it because he's technically, I didn't know this either. His body, that body you see at the horse, is a cyborg. It's a cyborg That's horse nice. body, and with Stormbreak, he was able to turn back into his human form. And Sif was looking at him and it was like, "This horse cyborg," and I was like, "I'm not." I'm not touching that. Then,
1: like, I mean, they were
0: like making out and stuff, but when it was like ready to get down. Right
1: there. That even. Yeah. It seems kind of weird making yeah. out because he's still got the horse face. Right.
0: Yeah. They were like getting, you know, and she's in bed ready and she's ready for him to turn into his human form and he can't. And then he's like, I, and then he, there's this, this panel where he looks in the mirror and he's like, I get it. I can, I can see, you know. So then he, then he's going on a quest to find to, he's going to, Odin is gone at this point. Yeah, and, and he's not. He's not dead in, this story oh, Odin's is not, it, in the storyline. Oh, he's not. He's 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 just he's gone. He's just well. I think in the, the current Marvel.
1: Okay, universe. so the storyline that you that you were talking about before with Thor, because yeah. Thor is the new yeah. Odin. He is the king. Yeah.
0: So yeah, in this one, Thor is Odin is um, the All Father. Yes. But Odin has just disappeared. They don't know where he is. Mm. He's not. They don't find him dead. So, anyways, so Beta Ray Bill's like he wants to get some action. So he's like, I'm gonna go find odin and make him have him make me a new weapon that i can turn into my human form and so they go and they end up finding him and he's working at a bar making his own beer that's where they find odin and he's just like I, he's, and he's basically says i can't do it for you um for whatever reason you know there's i don't have that magic anymore to, to do that like i could he's like there's a lot of weapons in asgard you just have one of those but he says but those ones won't turn me back right into human. human and he says well i don't have that power anymore to do that so he's like, there's this one weapon you can get, but it's somewhere where no one has ever come back from. And it's basically the realm of Surter. And it's all like this lava mm-hmm. um fire world. So they set off on a quest, or he does, sets off on a quest with um Scuttlebutt, which is his and sentient, sentient uh, yeah. ship. And they're going and then um Scourge ends up ends up coming back. Scourge is dead, but he comes back from um Valhalla mm-hmm. to help him. And then he has this other girl guy named Pip, which I don't really know anything about. I don't know if he's just from this story or this. I don't. I haven't read all the other stuff. Anyways, they end up going and trying to find this sword that can turn him back into a human. And then you know it's just a big journey, but it's a really it's a really well to- told story. You learn everything you need to know about Beta Ray Bill. Like I said, it's an origin story and it's a new story at the same time, which right. I really enjoyed. Um, I this this was like it lived up to the hype for me. Like I've heard nothing but great things about this story, and it, it was really good. So I would definitely recommend that. It's called Beta Ray Bill Argent Star um, by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. Yeah, I put it on my so, read list. I, I guess you know, I,
1: I'm not a I'm not a huge Thor fan. Right. I like it even like as a kid, <clears throat> Thor, Iron Man, they were boring. Yeah. Um. They like, so I really didn't get into them until. Much later in my life, and you know, I started reading Thor more. Much later, I'll be honest with you. Once the movies came out, I then started to like review the Mm -hmm. storylines of Thor. Which, yeah, I haven't really. I think what happened was, um, and I don't know how I feel about it. It's you know, it's what it it is what it is. But the movies really influenced the comic books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I did start reading a little Thor, and that's that's how I've read that the storyline that you were talking about with Beta Ray Bill. And so Beta Ray Bill shows up every once in a while. I've never really read a lot of Beta Ray Bill. I know him as a character that shows up in right. the Thor stuff. And so I knew a little bit about his origin and the weapons he did. And I really knew him from the the Galactus mm-hmm. issue with the, yeah. the Harbinger of Lightning. Right. Definitely recommend it. Great, great yeah, story. Yeah, it's on my list. I, I do want to yeah. read it. Great story. Uh, especially it's to see how he does Beta Ray Bill.
0: The guy from the crashing author
1: liked, liked my response. Yeah, so uh, just Anyways. a little side note: the author from our last podcast listened to it and uh, thanked yeah. us for his review for our review of crashing, which yeah, thought really was really awesome. cool. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, We appreciate that. So we should we should tag uh, this author. Yeah,
0: yeah. I usually always do when I mm-hmm. post them. Post the artist and the writer, whoever. Nice. Yeah, the publisher. Awesome any other books yep so that's all I've read uh, well you just, just a good a few. week of reading yeah just not, not, last week you not as not as much yeah it was three three books and I started yeah. what? I started two two more I also started the second uh, volume of the stuff of legend the one I was talking about where the toys are oh, yeah, Go yeah, yeah. into the into the dark which right. is you know basically the closet where the, where the the boogeyman right? is no yeah um, it takes place in World War Two, right? So this is just continuing on story. They're still in the dark, trying to trying find to the, the boy, trying to get the boy out from all the so, game
1: game related lands.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, the town of Hopscotch, yeah, t- which I really liked. So it was cool. Yeah, and all the old toys, like the the, the wooden duck yeah. that just like dips its head down, yeah. turned into a real duck. It has those and little fabric so flaps. Te- yeah, you know, the teddy bear is yeah. a real bear now. It's a cool story. Um, so I started reading that as as well as the. The Batman team and T. Tea. So started reading two books. Usually reading two at a time. Just I think you are yeah. too. Oh yeah, two or three at a time if sometimes. Not, like, yeah. So I think I'm also gonna start um, the DC Rebirth Blue Beetle run this week as well to kind of get because I've never read any Blue Beetle. Uh, I've read a little, little. Wrote, nothing. Yeah. And, nothing. Big. And I know enough about the character to see the movie, but I figured you know before I see the movie, I'll read at least the first volume and learn a little more about Jaime Reyes. Who's the blue beetle in the, in the movie?
1: Awesome! So nice. Uh, yeah. Looks like we both uh, read quite a few books this week. Yeah, well, it's like two weeks technically. The last couple weeks. Uh, yeah, last couple weeks.
0: So that's all we've been reading. Let's go ahead and get into this book. This week's episode is on Murder Falcon. It is written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson. Color is by Mike Spicer. Published by Image Comics. It originally pump was published in single-issue format from 2018 to 2019. Trade paperback is available. It was released July of 2019. And the deluxe hardcover edition, which I read, was released June of 2022. Which is the last year. So it's been out for a few years now. Yeah. the beginning.
1: And, as always, before we get into the discussion, there will be spoilers. So you have been warned if you haven't read it yet, because there are some really good spoilers at the end of this book. Yep. Um... Right off the bat, I want to say, Jesus Christ! I thought we were going to try to stick to happy books. Again. I thought for sure this season we're going to like
0: <laughs> with the with the synopsis of this book without reading any spoilers. I was like, this is just going to be an all out fun ride the whole way, and it turned out to be a little bit different. than A little me. bit of a sad, dramatic, a
1: little bit of book. Right. And at the end, I was like, God damn it! I mean, I was actually at the end of this book feeling a little. Well, i not gonna say I was crying, but I was like. Oh my God! This is sad. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, uh, the same.
1: I enjoyed this book. I mean, right off the bat, this, this it was a good story. It had the potential of being stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you looking at the the synopsis, and I mean, right off the bat, Murder Falcon. I mean, this yeah, is just, I the figured, alone, yeah, just the title alone. You're like, "Oh, alone, you're this is going to be." This is just a mind-numbing.
0: I thought it was going to kind of be the route of Sex Castle yeah, a little bit, like just crazy off the off the wall, like
1: battles and like, fights, and it's like yeah. rock and roll, and mm-hmm. n- nothing that's going to make you like have to think. It's just going to be a bunch of mind-numbing aliens being fought by a falcon with look like Rambo, um, with a big metal arm. But it's not. It is <clears throat> very. Deep. I mean, it. it the whole storyline when you find out about our main character, uh, Jake. Jake. Yeah. When you find out about Jake, uh, how his life is just. I mean, the. It, this, I think this is mostly. You know, we get to see flashes of his life, but I, I'm going to say this is probably taking place within three months, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's not. You were not getting much backstory except for. You know.
0: Yeah, Well, it seemed like the, the time for... So well, we should tell a little bit of synopsis about yes. the book before we get into yes. <laughs> all this. Um, so basically, uh, Murder Falcon blends heavy metal music, which is a big theme in this whole book. A lot of intense action, and there's a hell of a lot of emotion as well, which is the part we're saying we weren't expecting yep. in this book. So we follow Jake, who he harnesses the power of it from his guitar to summon the mighty Murder Falcon... Uh, and to you, to, for him to battle gigantic monsters That
1: are called the Veldar The Veldar yeah. And I for the life of I sat there for hours Thinking the Veldar is a Mixed up letters for another word I'm like I was trying to like figure an out Like an anagram or something else I was like it, this has got to be an anagram for something else Especially for my theory about the book Which yeah, I'll get sure. to And I sat there like m- mixing all the letters together I'm like Veldar I Because mean, even Veldar just sounds made up well, and yeah, I, well, it is made up. Yeah, I know. Mean, well, I mean... <laughs> so is Murder for, Falcon. It's but, all made up. But for my for my theory about this yeah, book yeah. that I'll get to right. uh, once we discuss the main points,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I sat there going, I think Veldar is an anagram for something. And so I've been trying to mix it up. It may not be, but the Maybe way, just my, thinking the way I'm thinking into it. too much about this book, because I'll point out things that when we get to stories... See, yeah. that's why I really want to say what my theory is, because yeah. when you go back. Cause I read it a couple times. Yeah. And after I read it the first time and I had my theory, I read it again, looking at things. And there were little things that I, that caught my attention that I don't know if were intentional mm-hmm. or just part of, you know, I hate to say lazy art, but you know, lazy art. Mm-hmm. And so sure. that's why I had in my head that some of the names for the aliens and, you know, even the fact that and he the uses a cake use... for chaos. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, like, are these anagrams that mean something else? Hmm. Um, so, again... Maybe. The fact that when I first read this all the way through, I realized this was not a mind-numbing, we're just going to see rock and roll and, you know, m- murder falcon just taking out aliens. And right. it became deep. I'm like, I think that this is a little more deeper and there's probably, like, hidden things throughout the book that I was really looking for. Sure. Um, again kudos to this yeah. author. He was this was amazing. I mean, the the storyline, how you can take something as stupid as Murder Falcon and rock and roll guitar that's going to control a falcon to destroy aliens into something that made me go, "Oh, it's kind of sad." I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely it's deep really like deep you said thinking. a lot of
0: yeah. a lot of feels going on, a lot of stuff to like it's a lot more thought provoking than you yeah. would you would think going into it. Yep. Cuz I had no idea you know any any of the I just thought it was just gonna be just this guy playing his guitar and this falcon yeah that's going exactly crazy and killing monsters mm-hmm. and end up being a lot more than that so which I didn't mind I, I, didn't I thought hit. it was still a fantastic story yeah so
1: and like I said I was excited going in for the mind numbing story of mm-hmm. a murder falcon but was very pleased yeah. when I read it and find out it was actually more along the other lines of the books we've been reading where mm-hmm. they're very deep. Right. And this kind of mixed both genres together for me. Uh, I mean, because we got murder falcon. Come on. We got a falcon with a robotic arm that looks like Rambo. And yeah. so... And yeah, he even has yeah. the, uh, the red bandana. The red bandana, which, yeah. you know, again, I'll, I'll get into, it, and I think that's what the symbolism was yeah. the, for what I think the whole point of this book was. But, um, So, okay, so you were saying that he, you know, we learned that he has the guitar that can control the murder falcon.
0: Right. Um so it's basically centered there's a battle uh, between mo- these monstrous beings they're from another dimension. Uh they're invading earth and uh but they're c- they're completely immune to any typical uh, standard human weapons. So basically they're they uh, the the way we we end up defeating these monsters is we get this band together. rock, and, all, roll, baby! rock and roll band. They'll play diff- obviously have different instruments. All right. And um, the music is able to power the hero, different heroes, and give them the ability through the music to fight these monsters. Right by, yeah. by that's
1: that's a special thing. Is each instrument, each musician, yeah. each yep. each control their own avatar. Right.
0: So yeah, I can go. So we have our main character Jake, who plays the guitar. He has Murder Falcon, who he calls Murph, which is just Murph, an abbreviation, just abbreviation of, of Murder, Murder Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> For a second, I was like, why does he call him Murph? And which then is then funny, I because you would think that out. in
1: the comments, when he wrote it out, they just write M-U-R-F. Yeah. But they do M-U-R-P-H. Yeah. And I'm like, is his name Murph? What? Murph. Right. And then it dawned on it's me
0: murder Falcon. It's just sure. Yeah, it. Um, and then we have the bass player is Johan, and he has a Mastodon named Halford. Halford the Mastodon. Yeah, Halford the Mastodon, which is cool. Uh Jimmy plays the drums and they they control I think it was a it was a female. She, it's a female. Yeah. that um, was a dragon named yep. Alakazar. I think that's how you say it, Al. Al, 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 Kizar, Kizar. Al Kizar. Anne is the vocals, and she is. You just see it in one panel, but it's like a giant wolf head. Yep. I don't know if it's a whole body, but you just see the big wolf head. Which um, Anne was a surprise. She was. Yeah.
1: The vocals were.
0: Yeah, you didn't see. It. Yeah, yeah, that never, was there, in the, the, in the
1: flashbacks. Anne was never the vocals. Right.
0: This. Yeah, it's just going right. forward in the story yeah, that story. she ends it up. Um, which we can we'll get into of how that happens, but just going to the characters. Um, and then we have um, the Swedish band Whisper Wind, Whisper Wood. Sorry, Whisper Wood, but they're like a Kiss kind of. Yeah, I think they uh, would be like a,
1: a cross between Kiss and I hate to say it, but uh, insane clown posse. Mm, but yeah, I, I mean the they get like like Yeah, I think yeah. they're like a, a Swedish version of Kiss. Um, yeah, because he kind of looks like the main character. Kind of look like the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah he did yeah <laughs> so but, with, yeah undertaker which, which with, lets with us, makeup. That shows yeah. us that in this world there were other bands fighting the yeah
0: and they all have different avatars um this main the main guy has Hel- groot, held, held an heldar, ant, heldar i think is ant. how you say it he's the the lead of the whisperwood yeah. band he's got a big tree an looks ant. like and looks like groot huh
1: oh he looks like an ant an ant yeah from lord of the rings you know the trees
0: he know. looks like Groot from. Uh, <laughs> he's a big ass tree. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, anyways, he's a big ass <laughs> tree-looking character. And then the other people in the band, some of them have like whole like um, stampedes of different deer and deer yeah. and antelope and like different who right? Because in that when animals. we when,
1: when, when we meet that band, they're on their final stand. Mm-hmm. They're trying to stop right. them on their side. The bad, yeah. um, the bad guy's yeah. name
0: is Magnum Chaos. Yep. who's our bad guy who's controlling the monsters. Correct. Well. Right. Sort of.
1: Sort of. Yeah. I think he's using them to try to rip through so he can get through. Yeah. I don't think through he those, really starts yeah, making a, a progress until one specific point in the book. Right. Um, but when we meet Magnus, that was their final stand. And half of the, well, three-fourths of the band, because there's only four of them, uh, end up perishing. Right.
0: Right, and then the last um, or bit of, bit of characters. is more than one. One of my favorite parts in it was the Tokyo Philharmonic <laughs> Orchestra, <laughs> which when when they all played, it summoned a giant samurai. <laughs> which I, I really that was one of my favorite parts in the in the book. That part where they it was just kind of unexpected. Like well, and know, not to mention it was
1: it was so, you know, like you could tell he did his research because. Mm each character the Swedish characters I mean granted you know they were kind of like a kiss band but yeah this was very like almost anime with them wearing the him our main character wearing like the suit mm-hmm. with the one little tie flashing yeah. in the thing right it was very for where their location was correct and then you find out that they're an actual which you know you think of uh, Asians and you know music being as a young age they play orchestra music and that's mm-hmm. what they did it was right. it was amazing
0: yeah I really like that part of old, and together and they summon their own, their own little avatar there.
1: Yep.
0: So that's kind of our, uh, did I miss any of the characters we need to talk about? That was kind yes. of the, um, the, pe- the Peggy, the, well, Peggy's kind of
1: a, Peggy, the waitress, Peggy, who's I like? Is,
0: she's like an older grandma, but with, she with really like likes a, metal music. Yeah. She's got huge arms. Yeah. They're all inked up. <laughs> yeah. And then,
1: uh, is it Stan? It's like a metal head grandma. The music, the, he owns the yeah, music. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: and he ended up having his own avatar yeah. as well Yeah, he at, got towards the, the, end. the cowbell The, the cowbell, <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: We need more cowbell
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a fever Alright, so to go back a little bit We'll uh, just kind of Get into the story and how we get to that point So we, we meet After kind of an opening scene Where they kind of just throw us right into the action We get like a flat We, two get, weeks. we get two, two weeks into uh, go, go back two weeks where we we meet Jake our, our main character here and he's kind of seems like he's just kind of down and out we're not really sure what's going on and we uh, see a, one of his old bandmates pulls up in a car they they talk they haven't it seems like it's been a while i think it's been you know, like Johan it seems like maybe it's been about a year or so basically they they were in they were in a rock band together and something happened where Jake wasn't showing up he what, you know he wasn't showing up to practices and and uh, so they they came up to, came to a point where they were going to replace him and they were auditioning new guitar players jake comes in uh, when someone is there auditioning and he just basically freaks out grabs his guitar and breaks it against an amp and he leaves and it's like probably a year later or so and he doesn't have any contact with his former bandmates so that's kind of where we pick where the story picks up so we find
1: that out there's a series of flashbacks. and I just felt bad for that poor guy auditioning.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> he's like, whoa. He's, I didn't realize yeah, he, was
1: the place no? Right,
0: he's just there like trying to get in a band and because they, they didn't tell him or anything. Like, uh, right. <laughs> so him, his friend uh, gives him a ride home. They kind of catch up a little bit after his, his former bandmate after they haven't talked in a while. So he, he ends up going back to his apartment after a, a bit. And there's
1: this monster that comes out and tries to attack him. You see Murder Falcon shows up. Yeah, he shows and up before like, that. Right. Yeah, he's like, starts to fight him. He's like, play the guitar. And he's like, I can't, it's broken. And all of a sudden he goes like, yeah, he, the report, he puts it around the strap and it turns back into
0: the, car, the guitar. The car, the guitar uh, like, repairs, repairs itself. It it's like, turns into a whole new guitar. Yeah, like a nice, guitar, nicer, yeah, a nice better guitar. guitar. And so he sees Murder Falcon here, which yeah. it was a big anthropomorphic falcon. 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 <laughs> that has a metal, big metal arm and... So he start, he's just obviously really confused with what's going on. And he just starts he's like, What do I play? What do I play? And he's like, Just play anything. So he starts just riffing whatever and then Murder Falcon gets the magical powers from the guitar and he kills this creature. And then we kinda then they It's kinda which where is the, the story domino. Yeah yep. which is the first thing and they end up going and drinking some beers together and hanging out and, yep. and then we kinda he's basically at the end of the first issue He's like, we need to get the band back together, and that's where we start meeting more into the characters, other band members, and getting their. They have to have yeah, specific instruments. Correct. To, so they can't just be any instruments. Yep. They have to be these specific instruments that summon. Yeah, they these make avatars. it's so
1: funny because they make a point of the bass for Johan. Uh, and it's like a quest to get the bass, but for Jimmy, that the drummer, yeah. yeah. For Jimmy, they just go and grab them. It's <laughs> just in the yeah. Train, right? That's like a um, quest. It's sort of like a side quest. They decide not to draw. So there, there's a, a little short, a uh, few pages at
0: the end of the book, that show how they got the, the drum set. No, it's not in the deluxe oh, edition. Oh, okay. I I'm like, I didn't see it's, it. It's. I guess it's not in the digital version. Yeah, it's not yeah. in the trade paperback. Right. It's in it? the. Uh, the same way. They, it was in. Uh, it oh, was.
1: In, isn't it the point of the person playing the drums to get? Oh, so it's just anyone
0: can grab it. Anyone can grab it, I guess. But yeah. it has to be specific. And they had some meter, some like, what um, they call it? Yeah, metal the, meter the ghost or, or ghost. <laughs> something where, where they could detect yeah. where the yeah, instruments yeah, were. It's like, so basically, they it was in, they found it, it was in the way down, in, like, the, in the basement of, of dungeon of a metal, of a um, music shop. So they, they actually drive the van. So it's another brought...
1: music shop that has yeah. it? Because that's how they found the base, was in the... Remember they punch through the wall with, and the, through the, with the van. It, so in for the base, remember yeah. they go to that music shop. They walk by the two, you know, stereotypical music mm-hmm. guys who are like long hair and they're discussing music. And they go to the back wall and Burger Falcon punches a hole in it. and No, then they the, climb through this it. one
0: I'm per, I thought it was another music shop, but this one they actually drive the van through the building. Oh, okay. And they like bust in like that, and then they go down and it's in some dungeon on, below the building. Okay. And then they find the then they find it.
1: Okay. Base is, it, base is a little Almost Well you we remember The base was almost A little bit the same Yeah The two store owners Are like did you
0: and, then, and there's it? always A creature like Protecting, yeah, protecting it. it So they So then they have to play To kill the creature So in the bonus and That then, we don't get to see
1: Who plays the drums To fight the creature
0: It. What do you mean
1: Well because remember So well, When they got the base Well they didn't
0: They just They just killed the creature With With Murder Falcon And uh, uh, The okay. Mastodon I can
1: see why They cut it now
0: Yeah <laughs> Well, it, well, they didn't cut it. It was like an extra issue. It was uh, like in some special they did, just a little... Well, uh, and anyways. because the whole
1: point of the, the getting the bass was that Murder Falcon, it wasn't enough for just Murder Falcon. Mm-hmm. And so Johan is fighting and fighting and trying to get it and finally gets the bass. Right. And then plays and then the Master Dawn shows up. And right. then the, between the two of them, they fight. And you would think it, when they got to the drums, you know, it would be something that three of them need to do. So... Right, you'd get someone who had to play the drums with the other two. No, they just went and yeah.
0: grabbed him, and then they had him in the back of the van. And well, I hate this movie now? Jimmy, I'm just kidding. Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'll send it. I'll just take. I'll take some pictures of yeah, the pages it. and send it to you. But then there's a, in the, and that also same that uh, there's only like five pages. Okay. It shows the bass player and the, the drummer, and then Ann, who we find out later on to be the screamer,
1: the singer, the singer.
0: singer, screamer, whatever she so is. They, they Those three are that. sitting on the couch together, and they're like. And then what the bass player says, that's what it used to feel like.
1: Uh, And then the last scene is them playing together. So what we're not discussing is, so now that we've got the three band members together, in between these storylines of getting the band together, we're getting flashbacks. Mm -hmm. And we're learning, and it's sort of a kind of a deceptive. So we see that in the meantime, Jake meets a girl. Jake falls in love with said girl jake mm-hmm. mary said girl um uh, which we later as you said turns out to be the lead vocalist who right. sings uh but in the meantime we also get a flashback of a doctor's office and we find out that uh what we think is his wife has brain cancer right and so it's basically jake trying to deal with the fact that his wife has brain cancer and what we think yeah. again We've kinda And we think that's why he why, why he's quitting the band, the band, or why he's been because we up. think she dies. Right. Uh, we get the impression that she yep. has passed from brain cancer, and mm-hmm. he just can't handle it. Right. Um, but after the band is together, and they fight one main character, and through all this, what what we're missing is you know we meet Major Khan. What's his name? <laughs>
0: uh, Magnum Chaos. Yeah,
1: Magnum Chaos. <laughs> Um, we meet Magnum Chaos, we find out it's the, the main guy controlling all this. Um, and he's fighting hard to get through the real world. Um, and there's one scene where they're, you know, after they fought, right before they fight the big guy that meets Johan, they fought an alien and they're celebrating with a couple beers, listening to some music mm-hmm. on the radio and there's a huge alien just sitting yeah. in the lake and they're like it doesn't move yeah since it's um, been since it got there yeah, it, since just, it, got just it just it just stays there and sleeps or whatever right. yeah so uh he after they fight that thing mm-hmm. jake disappears uh right and so this is where we're going to get a little twist in the story so yeah i'm sorry i took this over from you i'm trying not to do that so go ahead so go ahead
0: yeah so at the end of that issue he he, we see him walking up to a house and he knocks on the door and we're like okay what's what's all this about and someone opens the door and it's his wife and she runs up and hugs him and that's how they issue so we find out that she didn't die yeah so we're like, "Well, what, what the was all hell about did was she on? did she recover? Yeah. Is she okay?" Did they she just leave him? where he my, leave her? My thought was, "Oh, they, you know, he was just having a really hard time. He was distant. They broke up."
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. At After point, I saw her come out. Point. Right. I thought that, you know, he didn't handle it very well, which is why he was upset. We were assuming right. he was upset cuz she was dead. Right. We but we find out, I mean, so then it looks like when that first end you know, of that panel that Oh, he's upset because their marriage ended because he probably didn't handle the cancel very well, right? Or which, she didn't,
0: or, what, or for she whatever for whatever reason, for some reason, which yeah, kind of is true, but. yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, sure. So, but then there's that's the so that's our first little twist and yeah. find out she's still alive. Yeah. Um. So we keep as we go forward, we find out because our, our next
1: second twist isn't that far after that. Yeah, it's the next yeah. Issue.
0: So after you know, you see him battling some more creatures and. And then through another kind of series of flashbacks, we see Jake and his wife Anne at the hospital again, and we find out that it's actually Jake who has cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even, and that's another twist where like, I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, me neither. At all. At all. Uh, I was like, so that's one reason I really like this book. Like I didn't, like, it's just like little twists, little twists is like you think one thing and then the next issue you're thinking something else. So, yeah, we find out Jake has brain cancer and that's the reason why he had to quit the band and was, you know, kind of dist-
1: disgruntled, disgruntled.
0: And, you know, pushed all his friends away, pushed his wife away because he, he, didn't he, he didn't couldn't really handle it because, I mean, I could imagine that would be really tough and, you know, in... And you don't to mention their band was, you know, was doing well. Like yeah. they were, it sounded like they were, about, they were to get, a, about to get signed or yeah, something. Yeah, a concert yeah. that he skipped. Right. They had a record um, agent there. Yep. Uh, so Jake is, uh, meet, goes to his wife. They kind of tells her the the whole story about what's going on mm-hmm. with Murph and all the other, getting the other band members and all the other avatars. And then we see um, Murder Falcon is out on the porch drinking beer, and Anne goes out there and talks to him, and he, he's trying to ex- kind of explain stuff to her, and he's like, it's easier if I show you, basically, takes his Rambo bandana off, she puts it on, and then she can see where he comes from, it's called the Heavy, and so she kind of gets an uh, insight of where, where he's from, and and uh, that kind of that realm yep. and while Bring they're there the they get huh? brings down the hammer brings down it's the a, hammer it's a, one, it's, one, yeah. it's a hammer and an anvil yeah it's a hammer and an anvil <laughs> and then while while they're there they get a call um from their other band members right about or, or in and trouble. they're they're in trouble so they all try to
1: find the uh, other thing in the grave right I forget what it yep. was
0: um yeah they were they went somewhere in it was like a mausoleum and yep. where there was a this statue of a guitar player, player, player which is up like, on the top. I don't remember this here before. Right, It's just kind of appeared. Um, so they are, they go and do another battle, and then we find these um, the creatures are putting these some type of uh, like a, I don't know
1: whatever they're putting these things on these people's heads. Yep, uh, it's like um, like there's well, it's you find like, out that it's uh, chaos's way mm-hmm. of. Ciphering sadness, right? Which allows yeah, yeah, them that's to, what yeah, allows them yeah, able to. Yeah, because he feeds off, room. he feeds
0: off people's right. sadness. That's how he gets stronger. Right. So he's he's putting these like, um I don't know, they're like blobs of, I don't yeah, know, like mm, it looks like little mean, tiny brains, yeah, things, like attached to people's, yeah, head. people's their heads, in. that's how he's taking their sorrow. Because he tries earlier before the, he goes to it's his like wife. The Metallica song. He it tries ha- it
1: on Jake, the Harnesser of Sorrows. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's a great song. Uh, sorry, what did you say? Well, prior to him going to his wife's house, uh, chaos tries it on Jake and right. gets his head. And yeah, Jake's sadness is so, <laughs> either so bad, or you know, he's starting to get some hope. He's able to fight it, but right. I think that's that was like a big pivotal point that made him want to go see his wife. Right.
0: Um, so yeah, they're in this big battle. We. And at this point, we have the other band member, the remaining band member from the other band yep. with them. with, with Nate.
1: The, And Nate the cowbell.
0: And, and Nate the cowbell. And the it's the, the guy from the other band that talks to Anne mm-hmm. and tells her, basically, you need to be part of this. And so she becomes a vocalist, which it seems like she just screams. Like yeah. she's just a screamer. So she's like the screamer. She's the vocalist in the band. And that's when she... She harnesses a uh, giant wolf head, or a giant wolf, and, and we, um, and that's when we find out about the uh, the horn,
1: So the, that raises that raises all the dead, yeah, the dead, yeah. Uh, the dead musicians,
0: right. the The horn of the dead, yeah. And that's uh, that's a, what they're gonna use to try and defeat Magnus Chaos. Yep. So then, battle, battle, battle. A lot of uh, there's a lot of
1: different battles between all the different avatars and the creatures and it looks like all this battle has really gotten to Jake mm-hmm. and he's really starting to feel weak and we it leads us to almost the final battle to him going to get the horn right uh, and he we find out that the whole time that was a wig and he pulls it off yep. and we find out that you know this cancer is still part of him
0: yeah and he gets injured before that and yep. he ends up in a wheelchair And and Murph ends up like flying him on the wheelchair Mm -hmm. to the battle. He stands up, and then yeah, you then you find out he pulls the because he you think he has this long blonde like rocker hair the whole time, and he he pulls the pulls off his wig and he's totally
1: bald because he had cancer and puts in his last um, efforts gets mm -hmm. in the horn blows the horn, and you find out it wasn't raising the dead, it was bringing together. Every everyone's love of music, right. and then we get a bunch of fla- like a bunch of little scenes of everyone, everywhere from you know just learning the piano for the first time to yeah. That uh,
0: that panel was um was super cool. Yeah, because you get, get to it. I mean,
1: you start off with the the blind person yep. learning music through touch, and the kids playing, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really cool panel. It's in
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They, singing in the shower, yep. people playing music, first piano lessons, like. Just yeah, it's a super cool, super cool panel, and just uh, bringing. It's, yeah, it all it's not all to... about heavy metal. Right. It's just about all. It's music. about music.
1: Yeah, music in general. Uh, which then brings the power to him, and he's able to defeat chaos mm-hmm. and send him back to his realm. And
0: yep, and the the horn um, gets destroyed. The hammer, the hammer, and the uh,
1: gets anvil falls anvil, on anvil, fall,
0: chaos. Falls on chaos and that's the that's the end of him Yep. from there and then um yeah then we find uh, jake and murder falcon on the anvil together and it's like jake's not not doing too well at this point so um and then the next scene is kind of the where you're like if you have any type of uh emotions this is kind of where it hits you I mean, yep. the next panel you see jake in the hospital bed with all of his friends around him holding his hand. And Anne's in the bed with him. Yeah, that, was really, that part was really sad. But you also and have Murph it's in the scene. because yeah. then you see Jake rise. Right, yeah. You see them there. You have Murder Falcon there in the room with him. You have his guitar. And then you see Jake in his previous, what he looked like before, yeah. in his same outfit with his blonde
1: hair, yeah. rise up from the body. And, and death comes and, and, and you find out death is... Ronald James Dio. Ronald James Dio. <laughs> which, is, like, which is the cover of yeah. one of his albums the, with the red cloak. cloak. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't get that reference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I know some of his music, but I didn't know the. Oh, but God. I thought that was pretty I was funny. like, oh, it's like so, the cover of
1: Dio. And then he takes the hood off. I'm like, oh, it is Dio. It's Dio.
0: Yeah. So basically, the last. Um, at the end of this book, Jake dies. And you find out where Falcon is. After this battle. Going with him. And yep. And Jake's saying goodbye. He goes to kind of says goodbye to all of his friends and his wife. And then he said, he's going up to say goodbye to murder Falcon to Murph. And yeah. he's like, Oh, I'm going with you. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end he's like, he's asking Dio is like, is there heavy metal where we're going? He's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You more than you know, more than, you know. And, and that's the, that's how the story ends. like, Did not see that Jake dying at the end. Okay, so So that's, and I know you have some different thoughts. I have a very,
1: well, I have a very different thought. Yeah. I, uh, again, was an amazing book. And when you get to the end of this, so my theory is he was in a coma the whole time. This, nothing, none of this really happened in real life. It was his final, his final breaths. This is sort of like the equivalent of your life flashing before your eyes before you die. You know, they always say that. You know, in the split second you see your whole life Flash before you mm-hmm. I think that what's, what this was uh, This was you know, Him coming to terms with Dying uh, And I think there was just a bunch of little like Indications I think Nate's music store Was representing his music career Nate was like you know, I've done it, I'm coming to the end And towards the end of the story you know, Nate closes the music store and shuts it down which led me to believe that this was, you know, mm. you know, Jake realizing that he's not coming back. He's almost dead. And he had some sort of great, grand adventure in his head before mm-hmm. he passed on. Uh, just for the fact that Murder Falcon comes with him. And there's a bunch of, like, just scenes. For example, when we very first meet Jake in his room. And again, like I said, in his apartment. I'm not sure if this was just... You know, we weren't going to focus a lot on the art, but every photo, every picture in his house is blank. And it Mm. just reminds me of, like, they say when you're in your dreams, you don't see words, you don't see, like, certain details, like, on walls. And I did notice, like, when they went to another house, there was, like, photos with people in it. But for some reason, Jake's were just blank frames.
0: Right, so was that intentional, right. was or that intentional was or it just feel, like... We didn't want to put much detail in yeah, it, but not, for
1: other scenes with people, they I mean they weren't detailed, but you can see, like... Yeah, like in
0: Anne's house right. and in other people's houses, right. Um,
1: I just feel that this was sort of like, you know, again, I am not a religious person at all, I am not, you know, afraid to say I'm an atheist, but, you know, the whole judgment, the whole... You know, at the gates of St. Peter's. And that's how I feel kind of what Murder Falcon was. He was sort of like his guide to the next world. Uh, There's a bunch of, like, visuals that you get. For example, uh, at the the main fight with Murder Falcon, and his arm is destroyed. Mm -hmm. And then his wife sings, which then, is that who brings her back, him back? Somehow, something happens that brings him back to life, or brings him back from being destroyed. And he's better than ever, but you right. also—what else do you see on it? He gets angel wings. Right. He gets wings. Yeah, he does. And so Which it's he didn't very, have. Yeah, he, he was a falcon. There was just and all of a sudden he comes very angelic, like very metal wings. Mm, yeah, he comes to be very like a, a symbol. Mm. Um, and so I just feel like—and that's what all the blue flashbacks were. It's him mm. reliving his life of what things that have happened, and him coming to grips with them. And that's why he tells Johan when he's after his dead. You know, I'm okay with it. Move on. Don't mm. don't quit the band. Right. Get it on. Um, but on the other hand, I mean, there are, I'll play my own devil's advocate. There are certain things that you know I guess could have been part of his like just his life, like Jimmy's dad with mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, and right. she knows what it's like to suffer. Right. Um, again, I just. Pictured that as you know, she has told him that before, and so he's reliving what she's going through as part of why he never you know always hid away and pushed everyone away when she was someone who should have like been able to talk to her because she yeah. knows exactly what he's going right. through. Um, yeah. And so I, I think if this is all the uh, you know a Jacob ladder where you know you find out at the end that this was on his deathbed and this is the last thing he gets to see before he dies. There's a scene in there that really made me think it was because the once I read it for the second time, we have a, just a little square blue square of a person in bed with just the hand yeah. showing and all the wires and the little, uh, right, yeah, it's early, at, early on in the early story. on in the yeah, story. Yeah. But I think that was what we're, what's going on right now. Um, and so,
0: right? Yeah, I think I think so too. I think they are showing you a little bit of uh, what's going stuff, on what's in the real on. world. Anyway. Yeah, because when we start, when we first meet Jake after the, it says two right. weeks, two weeks before. before. Yeah, so we were, you were so we're two I, weeks I, I think
1: that this was you know, his flashback or his kind of coming to grips with what he did before when he got cancer in yeah. his head. This is how he brought the band back together. This is how he made pendant penance Mm -hmm. Um, and so then when he died he died knowing that he had done the right thing and so when we see them all together on the bed we know that even though he feels like he messed up with the band not going smashing his guitar you know basically shutting them out they didn't leave him and so while he's dying and in a coma or on the last breath they were there for it
2: mm-hmm. and
1: so i think that kind of it's sort of like the wizard of oz syndrome where the people that were around dorothy influenced her dream of oz and you still don't know if it was a real or if it was all her head that's why i feel about this one it's sort of like the wizard of oz did all this really happen or mm-hmm. was this his final uh memory thoughts in his head before he finally passes and because it does have a happy ending, it comes to grips, and mm. I th- that's, what I, that's why I feel that we start out with him seeming almost normal. That's why we don't know he's the one who has cancer, because he right. seems energetic, and he seems like he's all, yeah. yeah, right. and then as more as he comes to grips with what he's done with his friends, he starts to deteriorate a little in his mind. He's coming, coming to grips with what he has, and he's about to die. And that's why the final battle is him in a wheelchair. We're not seeing him because he got injured during the fighting. This is where he's at in his life before he slips into the coma. And we're sort of in a majestic, awesome way with Murder Falcon and rock and roll, seeing his life flash before his eyes. And rather than just, you know, in his mind, make it horrible to where he shuns his friends, he starts getting sick and sicker, can't move, can't walk, and then finally ends in a coma, he, like, over-exaggerates it, makes it an amazing adventure with aliens, and, you know, mm-hmm. avatars. and Sure. Uh, which, after I read it the second time, with that thought, just made it even sadder. I'm like, this was such a good book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really made you think. So you could either see this book with the view of, it's murder Falcon. This really happened on Earth, and it was a great adventure he got to have before his final breaths. Or you could see it as you know a Jacob Ladder situation where he was dying and almost dead, and this is his last thoughts that we got to see. So overall, I love the amazing book. I love this book. I recommend this to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: for me, my thoughts after reading was for the first thing you said. I I didn't when i when i finished it i didn't think that this was in his head i did i can see where you're coming from and now even going back and reading it again i can see i can see that point of view but when i first read it and i finished it i thought he, he had this battle and he he obviously wasn't 100 percent he wasn't complete. he still had cancer and then this battle just because there was a it seems like there was a time jump from when the last battle to when he was in the bed and that he just started getting worse after this battle like took too much out of him like he you know he just it was just too much for him and then he just started deteriorating again so even you know maybe it's just cuz i didn't want it to be in his head like right. i wanted this to like actually happen like you know in on earth but i i didn't get that sense that that it was all in his head it makes sense it is you know it's a valid point of view i, I think it's probably a lot a lot of people and maybe that's what the what what he was going for um, but when I yeah when I first read it I didn't that's not what I thought I was just like oh you know he had this battle and it was just too much and now you know he's obviously wasn't okay because he t- still took his you know he took his wig off and yeah wore him out and it was just like then he got hurt and he gets like stabbed or something earlier on in the book and his his guitar gets broken again and they just get fixed and it just like seems like you know that's what it, that's where I, what I took from the end at the end of it. Um, but I can definitely see both points of view, and I think that that's great. That it's it is yeah. up for interpretation. Open interpretation. For it can him. be right. w- if you want it to be in his head, it is. Right. If it, if you want it to not be, then that's it. Can be whichever one, whichever one you want. And right. I think both stories are great. So I think that that was a great job by the, a very great by, the job by by Daniel Warren Johnson yeah. to to have that. You know, you can interpret it any way you want, and it's still an amazing story. Right yeah and so yeah i'm really i'm very glad i picked this book it's yeah, i'm i loved it i loved it from the even before you know from the very beginning you know it just starts off you see murder falcon and anything with anthropomorphic animals i love right off the bat right so now i'm doing it right off the bat yeah right off the bat <laughs> um so and then you get it you know and you see the art you see the how, how much of music it, it, you know right. infl- influences the story and then you then you get into more of the serious tone of it, and the you know, and the backstory and everything. And then you see like, oh, it's not just a book about you know a falcon that murders monsters. <laughs> there is some emotion to it. There is there yes. is a there is a story. There is depth in it. Yep. And and yeah, I thought uh, and it, it, with the I thought the art was great. The the detail in it was awesome. you know the different monsters he he drew Uh, the the, visuals the the visuals the colors the 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 way that he he put in and i don't know if it was the more the letter or 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 the artist that did it but where they would put the the words of the songs in in the panels this the the visuals in this from start to finish right were were great and um so 100 i i would say and i don't use say this very often i about books
1: but i thought it was a masterpiece it was very much mo- oh i agree yeah i'm um, going back to your where you liked how they put the lyrics yeah that was another like after reading the second time was like because it was a song he loved and the radio dj is like you know what let's keep going and play the next song with the same artist that you love which you know oh, oh yeah who, who does that i mean the radio stations don't do that and i'm like um, oh right sometimes
0: there. They, they play two songs in a row by
1: um maybe all right well that was I, another like the little yeah, thing that it was. It could like, be, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. For it was sure. yeah. It was again like you said, it's interpretation. It's one of those things where when you get your mindset on something mm-hmm. and you go back and look at it, you see things that you're like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Where if someone had read it and was like, Oh, this really happened, they wouldn't go back and go, uh, oh yeah, look at that, that's right. what that's representing. They'd be like, Oh, this is mm-hmm. just I mean it's a it's a great story. It's it is. It really I mean, is. Rather than see the thing is it is a really deep sad story of seeing how people deal with cancer Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just you know very depressing when we sit there and see him get sick him push away from everyone and the band fighting then they get together and then he deteriorates and dies we put that story within a fantasy of murder falcon which was brilliant i mean it was brilliant because this book was already sad to begin with, especially when you get to the end, mm-hmm. you know, you know, where you're like, oh, my God, this, you know, he felt this really sad at the end. Um, but that could have been worse if it was just a story about him getting cancer, getting sick, mm-hmm. life falling apart, dying. So. Right. Kudos.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, great job all around. Uh, everything the the lettering and the colors by Mike Spicer yep. were perfect. Yep. Everything from the flashbacks yep. to the whether you know to the present day or whatever. Which the we the went.
1: flashbacks weren't anything new. A lot of the books we read do that where they yeah but I make a, blue, intent, make it a blue a tent. tent for the flashbacks. Yeah, for the flashbacks, yeah. but sure. it was still you know mm. I liked it because I always like that because it lets us know where we are right in the story exactly.
0: Um yeah like I said I'd, I'd recommend this pretty much to anybody if you yep. I mean, mute people who like music you know definitely people like heavy metal yeah, cuz this yeah. is like a big theme in the throughout the book yep. is heavy metal and um, yeah and I mean a lot of people who you may they may get it just see the title Murder Falcon and even if you read the description it doesn't really tell you does not the do it justice at all doesn't do it justice at all I mean it tells you Which like, I, I understand cuz you
1: don't want to ruin this book for right. someone you want you want them to be interested in what it looks like and then get the shock of what it is.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, that's the only thing I think some people may be turned off just to be like, oh, I don't want to read murder Falcon. Right. You know, or they read it like that sounds ridiculous, but, right. um, but yeah, it, it may be something we got to be like, it's a little bit more than, you know, just give it a try, you know, yep. just, just read the first issue and then, right. and then, the, you know, decide because it's definitely worth it. And it's not, you know, it's eight issues. It's, it's a super super quick read, quick read and a fun read. You know. Yep. So yeah, I, I would recommend it to pretty much anybody, and it's right up there. And that's my favorite books of the I agree. year right it's now. Right now so. Yeah, this is my number one favorite yeah. of this, book this I, year. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, and um, which is so funny because, uh, like you said, Murder Falcon. Yeah. Was not anywhere in my back of my head that said right. It might, might be just something you movie. would yeah.
0: see and just scroll past it right. on thing, like oh that looks like stupid or something, right. but.
1: Yeah, well, like you said, I mean, we originally picked this, or you picked this, since we've been doing so many, like, so deep and depressing books that you're like, okay, Murder Falcon. Yeah. I mean, even the synopsis, we should be a fun time that we're going to have
0: mm-hmm. a joy
1: reading this. And don't get me wrong, I was a joy reading this, but not for the reasons we thought it was going to be a joy reading.
0: Yeah. And then same, it seems like, and like I said earlier, I, I read the Beta Ray Bill book, and uh, which was phenomenal by Daniel Warren Johnson, too, which he's now he's, it seems like he's become one of my favorite creators and he he writes and um draws all his own stuff but the same thing with beta ray bill is you think it's just going to be like this ridiculous thor story but there is a lot of backstory a lot of emotional you know a lot of the story is about uh you're you're beautiful on the inside you don't you don't need to you don't need to do that because you're you're a beautiful person on the inside you don't doesn't matter what you look on the outside that's like a big theme of that book right so there's always, it seems like even though he does like maybe some like ridiculous um, stories, he always has some like real life. Right. You know, and so you, so you can learn something from all, from at least the two that I've read. And I well, feel yeah. like, I feel like his other books are going to be like that too. Even this
1: one. Yeah. I mean, look at Jake. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't uh a- a a fit, huge, like, a strong lead Mm -hmm. singer-looking kind of guy. Right. You know, he wasn't Brendan Fraser from Airheads. (laughs) I mean, he was, you know, a little tubby. You know, not, you know, not the best-looking guy, you know, what you think of of a lead singer. But it worked. It did not bother me. I mean, he was a good character. All his characters were good. Mm -hmm. Johan, who is basically, like, a nerdy barista, and, yeah, he rips on the bass. And Jimmy, who's kind of the... You know, moody brute who, you know, kind of like you, a tomboy. Yeah, kinda, like kinda, exactly where that, you find gonna, out.
0: I don't know if that's a proper her life anymore. It's
1: <laughs> already been, a, yeah, <laughs> her life is, hasn't been the best. And you know, she's trying to take care of her father who's basically dying of Alzheimer's. And mm. you get to see that one little scene where he's like, Oh, your drumming is so amazing. And she's like, Dad. And he just goes, Who are you? And you're like, Oh, oh yeah, man, I know. Just like. So, yeah, I yeah, I would recommend it to anyone. And I do find, you know, although it fits, Murder Falcon is kind of a sad title for this because people who judge books basically off their titles is going to see this. I mean, even the cover, it looks like it's going to be like a romp with heavy metal and right. Uh which it turns out it's not. Yeah,
0: it was I mean, it was an interesting title choice. I know it's like because, I mean, Jake's the main character, yeah. even though, and Murder Falcon is, he does obviously play a big role in it, but he's not the only, only one. So it was an interesting choice for title, but. Yeah. All right, so that was our episode on Murder Falcon, written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson and colored by Mike Spicer. It was published by Image Comics. Uh, next time, it will be Chris's choice. So, Chris, what will we be talking about?
1: Uh, Next time, we're going to be reading Come Again by Nate Powell. Uh, Just a little synopsis of the book. Uh, As the sun sets on the 1970s, the spirit of the love generation still lingers in one intentional community, high in the Ozarks. But what's missing? Under impossible close scrutiny, two families wrestle with long repressed secrets. While deep within those Arkansas hills, something monstrous stirs, ready to feast on the village's whispers
0: okay that sounds interesting we'll, we'll be talking about that next week Yep. and as always we want to bring our listeners the best content possible so please send us any feedback or book re- recommendations you may have by finding us at on Instagram at hardcover underscore hideout or by commenting on whatever platform you may be listening on and please consider rating, subscribing and sharing our podcast we would greatly appreciate it and, and thanks for listening happy reading
1: happy reading Three, two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> she, she's like on cue. See, <laughs> three, two, one.
0: <laughs> she knows, it's her cue. Maybe we could have a, a cat podcast and then she can just do all. Here's comics with cats. That's it. there we go. Come comics with cats here we go